Depression, anxiety, and autoimmune symptoms after birth is not how it's supposed to be. There is a much better way, and I'm here to show you how to do just that. Hey, my friend, I'm Miranda Bauer, a mother to four kids and a biology student turned scientist obsessed with changing the world through postpartum care. Join us as we talk to mothers and the providers who serve them and getting evidence-based information that actually supports the mind, body, and soul in the years after birth. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Postpartum University podcast. I have a special guest. It's Caitlin McGrayus. And Caitlin and I, over the last couple of weeks, have been working really strongly together that's coming out here soon. But I want to tell you, she is the founder of Be Her Village. She started doula work in 2014, and she is incredibly passionate about creating access to maternal health care for all. And she does it through her gift registry platform, which is incredible, which is why she's also here, because she's completely reimagining birth and postpartum support. And she's doing it in the way of baby shower gifts. Like this is, this is incredible. Okay. So first off, welcome Caitlin. Thank you so much, Miranda. I'm so happy to be here. This is the absolute best. Thank you for having me. Again, we've been talking for weeks and like we can, we can seriously go on and on. Okay. So how did you get started in this work and what is Be Her Village? And if y'all haven't heard this, you're listening in and you haven't heard this, you're all in for a very special treat. Awesome. Um, so thank you. I, I'm in this work because I was called in through my lived experience. That's how, that's how I got here. I was a public school teacher. I had no intention of trying to revolutionize the baby shower and change how we gift parents. Um, but I'm here because I found myself at three days postpartum with my first child, three days post C-section I didn't want and maybe didn't need, not sure on that one. Um, and I was in my nursery trying to figure out how to breastfeed my baby, trying to figure out how I was going to get us both ready for a doctor's appointment, trying to figure out which way was up. It was an incredibly difficult time. And I instead Instead of having support in those moments, I was surrounded by my perfect nursery. That was where all of my prenatal time and energy was spent, that I had all the beautiful gifts from my generous friends and family. I had all the things for the baby. I had a mural we painted on the wall. It was like all of this energy went into the things for the baby. And then the one thing that the baby needed, which was for me to be okay, was I hadn't put any energy into that. And so it was that moment that really sort of propelled me into my doula work, right? It's like, oh, so what did I need? I needed a doula. So I went out and I became a doula. And then I started working with hundreds of families who did the exact same thing. They were surrounded by stuff, surrounded by all the baby gifts and feeling alone and feeling unsupported and feeling a little bit lost in the midst of their parenthood transition. And so I created a platform that reimagined the baby shower and that's Be Her Village. Be Her Village is where parents, instead of registering for 
all the baby gear that the baby stores are telling us we need, you can go and you can register for your doula and your childbirth education and your postpartum care and your pelvic floor visits and your lactation care and your mommy and me groups and pretty much anything that cares for the mothers in those moments. That's what you get when you make a Be Her Village registry. And it's kind of the coolest thing because it's really a simple idea. It's like, I don't think it's that radical. It's like, why don't we just give better gifts? You know, like when you break it down, it's pretty simple. But when you poke a little bit more, it's like, well, wait, there's $12 billion a year spent in this country on baby shower gifts. And and why are they all for the baby? Why are, is no one considering the mother? And when you start peeling those layers back, it's actually much more than just gifts. It's about a cultural shift, a cultural conversation, and it's a it's a reckoning. And in many ways, I think it's a reclamation. I think that we are reclaiming the baby shower as something for us, that if you want to support our babies, you got to support us. And that's what we're doing with our, uh, with Be Her Village and our baby registry platform. So much of your story resonates with my with my own. I started doula work in 2014. And I was a biology student at the time before I had gotten pregnant. And it's really how I got onto the scientific, you know, science journey and this researcher journey. And so I was like inundated. I was in it. I was like, oh, I'm pregnant. I'm like the best postpartum pregnancy. I mean, the research galore. I, that's how I spent my my nine months pregnant was researching everything there was to know about pregnancy and how to take care of my baby. What does my baby need? It was the exact same thing, right? And then postpartum happened and I was like, oh, wow. Like I know nothing about how to care for myself. How did I spend nine months researching and not come up with anything? anything about how to care for me how do i heal from this right and like you said there's so much going on in this like we are so ready to be the best moms right moms are overwhelmed we have a million and one decisions that we have to make and there's a whole market for it we live in a world that loves to market to moms because moms will buy anything and everything so that their babies will have their needs met right? And so we get lost in that and that that advertising and that messaging um, that we have to have these things. Yes. We're incredibly emotional and we're like, well, we must have, and I have to do everything I can. And then we have, we have mothers and we have, uh, you know, our, our family and we have friends who are telling us, well, you're going to need this because your baby's going to be up all night crying and you're going to need this Um, at the same time telling us, Oh, it's going to be perfect. Everything is going to be golden. And I, I just feel like this is a in such a, a stressful period. Yes, it is. It's such a stressful period. And like that messaging from the retailers is intentional. The messaging is buy the things in the store so you can be a good mother. It's never you can be a good mother and you just need a little support in these moments because motherhood is supposed to be done together, right? It is your baby needs all of these things. And I have to say, I blamed myself initially. I blamed myself for not being ready. I blamed myself for not researching the right things. There's so much blame wrapped up in these feelings of failing as a mother because of exactly what you just said. We want the best for our baby. So so what did I miss? 
right? Like, what did I do wrong that I ended up struggling? Mm -hmm. And it was only when I became a doula and I realized, oh, oh, this is the universal experience. (laughs) This is the American motherhood experience. Why is it this way? Why is it that we're being sort of tricked into thinking that we need to buy all these things for our babies when what we really need is things for us. We need support for ourselves because truly the one thing a baby needs is a caregiver, right? An adjusted, stable, semi-well-rested caregiver that can show up for them in the way that they need to be shown up for. Our babies deserve that. But that's not the messaging we hear. We hear it's selfish to do something for yourself. We hear there's a gadget for that. You know, you don't hear about how it takes a community to help care for a baby 24-7. You hear about the snoo. You know, you hear about this new gadget on the market. You hear about this like vibrating thing that will all of these products replace the caregiver. So instead of saying to new mothers, like, hey, this is really hard and it's literally impossible to caregive 24-7 without complete and utter burnout. Let's make sure you have support in place for yourself so you can caregive and take a rest. Instead, we say, buy this gadget. And then they promise you the world and they leave you on your own. And that feeling of being in my house alone three days postpartum and looking around and having all the gadgets and none of it being what I actually needed, it was it was really this like intersection of what I was told to prepare for, like what how I needed to prepare and and my actual needs in that moment of motherhood. And it was wild to see how ill-prepared the retailers and the American like stuff culture had left me. It's so true. And when I wrote, I wrote the book reclaiming postpartum wellness, which I believe you just said, like, this is the reclamation right here. Absolutely. And I was talking in my book about how our society has really uh, welcomed mediocre motherhood as the new motherhood, right? Oh my God. We truly... We truly we're like, okay, this is this is just how we're going to experience it. And a lot of it has to do with how we are so pressured to be something that we're not or to have something that is not necessary. The focus is completely wrong. And really, and and I share this in my book, when you meet the needs of a mother, you simultaneously meet the needs of a baby. It's not the other way around. Yes. Right. Let's give baby all this stuff. You know, even there's a conversation that I see all the time, especially like you go look at, uh, I talk about this all the time, like what foods are great to eat in postpartum. You look for breastfeeding food. Like what can I eat for my baby? And then you have all of these things that might be great for your breast milk, but are terrible for you. And likely are not going to do anything for your body whatsoever because of your inability to digest because your physiological shifts that take place in the postpartum period are not going to be there to support your your breast milk and therefore your baby. But our focus is not on that. It's like, what do I need for my baby, right? And then what do I need to get my body back, right? Which is which is a societal thing all in of itself and a completely different conversation. But when we start looking at what does mom need to be healthy, it isn't all the things. Baby needs so little. It's ridiculous how little a baby needs. It's it's actually ridiculous. They need a, a mother. And like how many people who have had babies are listening to this going, yep, 
I bought all these things. They didn't use the crib. They didn't go in the bouncer. They were on me. They were drinking my milk. They were, they used some diapers or cloth diapers and they wore a few pairs of PJs, but like they, they mostly don't need anything. Our mammalian way of raising babies is on and with our bodies. I mean, literally the physical touch is such a huge component of of bringing a baby up. And I don't think it's talked about enough. I think there's this like sort of idea that it's okay to be separate from our babies. Nobody has asked the babies about that, by the way. It's like (laughs) this idea of sleeping separately and being carried separately and just this ultimate separation from six weeks old or before. It's really, really interesting. And it's all sort of like framed around capitalism in America, like get, get the mothers back to work or get, get the babies in line. Do you have a good baby? And it's like the whole thing is so far away from our roots and so far away from where we should be. What you just said, Miranda, about mediocre motherhood, mediocre is a word that has been in my life this week. And I love that it just came up here. There is this acceptance of mediocrity. There's almost this aim towards mediocrity. And it's like enough with the mediocre, like we, we deserve the very best, the very, very best. And like, I just think that mothers, we have to understand that if we want the best for our babies, we have to have the best for ourselves because we are the thing that our baby needs to be okay. And there can be this sort of disconnect. People don't think that what we do to ourselves matters. Like if you have a postpartum mood and anxiety disorder, you're less likely to connect with your baby in the same way. You're less likely to be responsive to them. Like it is, it does impact and affect our babies, every single thing we do, which is an incredible, uh, huge burden, but it's also something that like so directly um, calls for us to care for ourselves. My, my experience when I was breastfeeding, I told this on another podcast, when I walked into the pediatrician's office, the one actually that I always tell the moment before that I'm like sitting in the nursery going, what's going on here? I'm so lost. I ended up getting to the doctor and the doctor took one look at me and looked at his nurse and said, go get two cups of water. And then he looks at me and he goes, have you been eating or drinking? I can't even, Miranda, I can't even imagine what I looked like at that moment. And I just looked at him and I was like, no, why? <laughs> like I, couldn't, I could not figure out why a doctor, I'm here to talk about the baby. Why are you asking me about me? And he was like, well, if you want to make breast milk, you have to eat and drink. And I was like, okay. Like we had just gotten back so to the basics of care, but that was how far, far gone I was. And he had asked his nurse upon laying eyes on me to go get water so he could hydrate me in front of him under his care. And that was how he cared for my baby. He looked at me and he took care of me and he instructed my mother to cook me food and to make sure that I was well cared for because it was clear Mm. there was a breakdown there. Um, So we need to do that in a larger way. And that's why I chose the baby shower as our sort of point to rally around because the baby, uh, excuse me, the baby shower is the mainstream. This is something where everyone has baby showers. People like them. People know how to buy baby gifts for them. And like, they don't all know how to talk about nourishing new moms. They don't all know the importance of care for mothers. So if we can sort of bring our knowledge and wisdom and and our reclamation of motherhood into the mainstream, the baby shower and the retail industry is such a familiar vehicle in order to do that. And it it feels like a really cool way to approach it. 
Become a postpartum university professional. Our evidence-based trainings, guides, downloads, tools, and community membership is now open for applications. Join us as we learn, connect, and implement better care practices for ourselves and for our clients we serve. You can learn more at postpartumu, the letter u.com slash membership. What you're doing is you're reframing the entire narrative, right? Again, like the baby needs a well-supported parent. And so you're saying, we're going to take this industry and we're going to flip it. And not only are we going to provide the care that a mother truly needs and a family truly needs, but we're also going to make doula care and postpartum support and pelvic floor physical therapy and uh, nutritional support and all of these things that a mom really truly needs during this time. And we're going to make it mainstream. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's the thing. It's so much more than just a gift registry because what you do when you go to a normal gift registry, you're shopping for strollers, you're shopping for your car seats and your diaper bags. And when you go to Be Her Village, you can shop for doulas and shop for postpartum care and shop for, you know, pelvic floor PTs and shop for someone that can come to your house and care for you. And our our big vision for Be Her Village is that we make shopping for that birth and postpartum care and gifting that birth and postpartum care as easy as shopping and gifting strollers and car seats on Amazon or Buy by Baby, right? We have to sort of normalize the access to it, not just by creating a way for it to be gifted and creating the funding for it, but also making it something that's easy to find because it is hard. It's actually kind of hard to find birth and, and postpartum care if you're not plugged in already, right? For the moms that we want to reach, the, the mainstream it's really hard. And so they're going to buy my baby and they're just buying more gadgets. They're buying the next thing. They're going to Facebook groups. They're going to Dr. Google and they're, they're, they're searching for answers and not finding them. And so be her village is very much the answer. You can find the care that exists in your local community. Um, and it's free for, by the way, it's free for parents. It's free for birth workers. We're, we're building this big thing together, right? Like we've, we've made a coalition We're we're joining together to shift this conversation and to work on it every single month, because it's more than just building a website, right? We need to get people using it and get people understanding that there's care at their fingertips in a way that there hasn't been before, which is really, really exciting. So if you're listening in and you are a professional, you can go register your business under Beer Village and people can literally shop for you and have other people pay for that person's support. And it's like, you don't have to do anything, right? It's like you receive your payments just as you normally would. Like nothing changes on your end. You just get more exposure. So like 110% go to her website, make sure that you are registered as a professional. And if you're a mom listening into this, this is a wonderful time to go look at, okay, what is it that I truly need? What I, what do I need to heal my body, to feel supported so there I can, I can be that person for my baby. Because just as you said, like it is the beginning of the physical separation, right? The baby coming out of our bodies, but that physical separation doesn't, doesn't end really for a very long time, you know, 18 to 24 years 
in our (laughs) culture, right? And there is a spiritual component that we are always connected. I want to share with you a little story. It's actually part of an incredible study that was done several years ago, and it was on the inflammation of a mother and a baby. And so they were studying the inflammatory components of uh, of an infant. And they noticed that when a mother was inflamed within her body, her baby was also inflamed within the body. Okay, this is fascinating because they were like, oh, well, that's clear. Like there there must be like a a relationship, like the inflammation is being passed through breast milk, right? Mm. And so they did this study and guess what? It was happening to babies who were not breastfed. And so they were like, we cannot conclude (laughs) why there's inflammation in a baby when it's present. And like it would be the inflammation in a mother was a precursor to the inflammation in the baby. And there was no, like they could not figure out a direct correlation. They could not figure out a link. And it's because of this other component that we cannot possibly study in a laboratory setting that we have, we don't under every mother, every mother on this planet knows that connection. Oh yeah. We know that connection. We We are are not separate. We are whole. We are one. We are one. I mean, I even see it just across my family. It's like, these children are us. They, they are us in ways that are like literally physically, they're part of us. They're created from us, which is more miraculous and wild than my brain can understand. Despite having seen so many birds and doing it myself, it still absolutely astounds me that we grow entire human beings and birth them. But yes, it is, it is, they are us. They reflect back to us. It's actually one of the things that I find most difficult about motherhood is not necessarily yes. the like logistical stuff of like caring for. It's having all of my wounds and all of my hurt and my unhealed parts reflected back at me by these little people. And it's beautiful because it's this opportunity to see it in a way I've never seen it before. But it is this intense emotional growth and journey. Of course they're inflamed if we're inflamed. <laughs> like when you really understand how intertwined we are with our children, they are not separate from us in they're any not. way. And they understand this deeply. Yes. They know this on a very deep level. It is it is a part of who they are. They just already assume. I remember this one time. I was trying to go to the bathroom, right? Every mom can relate to this. I just wanted a moment to the bathroom. My daughter, who is 18 months, comes walking into the door like nothing. And and I said, can I just have some privacy? And I remember her looking directly at me and like her eyes just started beaming. And she was like, yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, she she's understanding what I'm saying. That girl goes and closes the door and sit next to me on the bathroom floor quietly. And and I was like, oh my gosh, I get it now. What a lesson for me. She was like, of course you can have your privacy, but you and I are one, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah. it, was, it was just such a beautiful mo- a moment and a reminder yeah. that our kids already know this, right? And so there's almost a pushing away that's very wounding. Right. When we go buy those gadgets, when we don't support ourselves in the way that we need to. Right. And so bringing yourself that care, bringing that back into the mainstream, making that your new reality of no, for 
for me, it is taking care of myself so that I for there, I can take care of my children in the way that they need is such a beautiful, beautiful space. That's where we need to get back to. That is where we need to get back to. And I just, I want to also give some color to like the international picture here because because yes, we have so much work to do to get back to sort of our primal mothering, right? There's this, I know I felt in my second birth, this primal, like, oh, I'm an animal and in the best possible way. But this is something that's also really standard in every other developed country. Like every other developed country, mothers are getting midwifery care, usually as the standard. They're getting in-home care in one form or another. They're getting pelvic floor PT, lactation care, nurse visits. They're getting all of this care for mothers built in automatically. It is, and I am not proposing that we do one thing or another with the government or whatnot, but I'm, I'm, what I'm suggesting is that the cultural understanding that mothers need care exists in all of those other countries. And so mothers get care because it's understood that they need it. And in the United States, before we even administer care, we have to sort of like argue that we deserve it. <laughs> we need to argue it for ourselves and we need to argue it for, for people who are incoming into motherhood. We have to spend time even convincing people that they are worthy of this care. And it's it's really a wild, a wild ride to sort of like try and shift this narrative from all angles. Um, and, and I think the baby shower is just such a great opportunity to to do it in a way that feels really familiar and and feels like we can understand the impact of this better. And that's what we work on constantly with Be Her Villages is the connection to the birth workers. And it's also helping parents explain to their gift buyers why this is important. We have videos, we have learning for, for their friends and family who come, hey, this is the support they need and this is why. Um, and it's a big part of how we're finding success is in is in dressing up this baby registry with those messages of support and, and why it's impactful. Caitlin, thank you so, so much for this conversation. I am so impressed with the work that you're doing. I have so I like we're postpartum university is, is now in connection with be her village. We will talk about that here in the upcoming months, but we definitely have a, a steady relationship that is going to continue. And I'm very much looking forward to that. And I just thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the work that you're doing. And I hope that those listening in see the beauty and the power and go take a look at this, go share this, Uh, be a part of it in whatever way or capacity that makes sense for you. Caitlin, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Miranda. And thank you so much for your partnership. I really appreciate you. I am so grateful you turned into the Postpartum University podcast. We've hoped you enjoyed this episode enough to leave us a quick review. And more importantly, I hope more than ever that you take what you've learned here applied it to your own life and consider joining us in the postpartum university membership. It's a private space where mothers and providers learn the real truth and the real tools needed to heal in the years postpartum. You can learn more at www.postpartumu.com. We'll see you next week.